Take two. Rep the shirt, gotta represent. Coming to the light because of dark descends. Immortal in my God because I keep the faith. Gotta keep it real, can't run with fakes. Welcome back to Heck versus Hell, where the truth we tell. That's right. Uh, if y'all can see this right now, if y'all see me on YouTube, wherever platform y'all can see, I got that Heck versus Hell shirt. You know, we gotta represent. That's what the whole little thing was about, right? But anyways, we got to give that thanks to Lex. You know, she always coming through, even with little things like this, man. It's so great. So, so grateful of what she does for us. And then, you know, allowing us to be able to communicate with each other through this platform that she has so grace, gracefully shared, <laughs> graciously shared. That's what I was looking for. So we are back with another episode, wherever you're hearing this on Spotify, YouTube, iHeartRadio, all these other ones I can't get into because that's a long list of names and they might bore y'all, but we see you. You know, we see you wherever you're listening to this on. And I would have loved to have Lex on here right now because actually what I was doing is I was listening to one of her uh, episodes, excuse me, and it was just so inspiring just listening to her talk. You know, she, she, goes and, and gives you so much conversation, so much little jewels that you could just stem off of. And there was so many on here. I didn't I didn't even know what I wanted to say when I came on here. I was just ready to go because I could go off of how time is priceless, how consequences are very dangerous, how you got to take responsibility of your own life and the severity of time. You know, there's so much topics off of that little snip that I heard because I didn't get to hear the whole episode. You know, I just had to come on here, but there's so much conversation to be had. And it's, it's amazing because there's, there's not many people like that, that can just say things to provoke thoughts, right? Even myself, I don't think for the most part, I go and I'm to that level of where I could just, anything I say, I could provoke thoughts. But one thing that we were talking about a little while ago was understanding that a lot of our thoughts come from our belief systems. You know, we don't really think. Thinking is a commodity because not many people do it, right? Thinking is very rare. It probably was very rare back in, in the old days too, you know, except for philosophers like uh, Aeropos, whatever, error is something, Y'all know who it is. <laughs> all those Plato's, all these types of different philosophers that came with different ideas, different thought patterns. You know, even Einstein, he was a great. He did not go with the grain. It's all about going against the grain because societies are made to create a product. So you coming in as a new person coming in as a, a newborn, whatever it is, coming into a different society, you're made to be a product in it. Like if you go in a very young age, move away from your birthplace, you're going to grow up in their culture, right? And that's an episode we talked about last time about cultures and kingdoms, right? But it's all about the belief system. You know, it, it's, it's deeper than just cultures, you know, that's the simplified word of what it is, because a culture is basically an aggregation of beliefs, of practices, of traditions from certain regions of the world. 
So, what that means in much dive, diving deeper, right? <laughs> in a deeper context, it's sharing beliefs. You know, whenever you come into a relationship, let's say you and I, right? Well, let's say we get into a relationship, a, a friendship, a brotherhood, a, a sisterhood, or whatever, you know, you, you know what I mean by that sisterhood, right? But whatever it may be, you know, a relationship that we grow, we're going to start sharing our thoughts, right? We're going to start sharing our belief systems and combating each other, you know, testing each other's belief systems, seeing what's different and what's same. Until we just continue to go and go and go and, and just form almost a oneness in the beliefs that we share. And that would create a very strong bond. It would create a bond that a lot of people don't like to experience or see these days because they don't like having their belief systems uh, challenged. Right. But at the same time, that's why people go and they resonate more with people who have the same belief systems. That's why everybody, there's different groups and cultures. There's little clubs, there's little uh, uh, events you can go to. There's all types of things where you can come together and congregate with people that share the same belief systems, right? A lot of people don't like their beliefs challenged. They like having those beliefs and sharing and expanding on them right? If you have a painting you started, right? For example, let's say you have a painting you started and you want someone else to work on it with you, you're not going to go to somebody that has completely different art style than you. You're going to try to do it with someone that has similar taste, uh, similar liking, similar artwork, basically, you know, to come and help you with your painting. Because someone else, you may look at it as, well, you just ruined my painting. You know, I came to you for help and this is not at all what I had visioned, right? It's all about the vision. So whenever we go and based on our belief system as well, it will dictate not only our thoughts, but what comes out of our heart, our desires of our heart, right? So the heart is the beginning of life. That's where all the belief systems lie. That's where the subconscious mind lie, in your heart. Your mind is meant to protect your heart. It's the thoughts that come in that your mind rejects that are opposing your beliefs, right? Because you already have that spot taken. You're like, oh, nope, this spot's taken. That's wrong. Get that out of here because we have a filter. You know, if you want to look this up, I think the first time I heard about it was Mel Robbins talking about it, where it's basically... Uh, reticular activating system. Some of you may know what it is. Some of you may not. But what it is, it's basically a filter for our mind to process information that we agree with, to process information that we're looking for. So if I were to, if you're seeing this right now and I were to say, okay, well, look at my screen, look at my background, everything, point out everything that is yellow. You're going to go and you're going to look at my shirt. Oh, well, the flame is the only thing that's really yellow, you know? And then I'll tell you, close your eyes. And I'll say, how many objects were black? Or what was the color of the wall? Right? What was the color of my eyes? <laughs> Whatever I want to say. And you don't know. 
because you're not looking for that. Your focus isn't there. This is all going to be much deeply broken down whenever Soul Ties comes out, because that's basically what it's going to be. It's going to be an understanding of how the, the, the body works, how the mind works, and how we can go and continue to progress and grow because understanding the mind, right? So it's much different than a, a plant or a creature in the wild, you know, they just kind of are products of their environment. So we're going to teach you how to produce and go intentionally against the grain. Coming to understand all this together, bringing it all together and recapping back to where we were, right? Our thoughts are cycles, just like our life. You know, our, our, our life lives in cycles and they may be a little bit different in different seasons, Right, you may go through more time, more things one time. You may uh, have a little more money in other times, seasons. Right, but for the most part, if you really assess your life, you'll see it's a pattern. You're right back where you were. Right now, you can see similarities from a year back, from a couple years back. If you didn't grow, if your mindset or beliefs weren't challenged, and and built right so a lot of things we have so many areas where we just have unpainted canvases so what people would do would go to something that supports that canvas right like let's say i want to pay a paint a lion and what i want to see is realistic painting I want to see how to realistically paint a lion. So I would never go to try to find like a, a traditional Chinese or, or oriental type of drawing style where they paint it almost animated, almost cartoonish, but it's still so beautiful. I wouldn't even be able to explore that because even if I did, after the fact that I already did all my research on how to do it realistically, and that's what I wanted. I wouldn't be able to look at it like that unless I was just so fascinated and open-minded and wanting to expand and challenge what's already there. That's exactly how it is with our mind. We don't expand because we don't want our beliefs challenged. And you can see that so many times in, in certain debates. Uh, I've seen many debates, you know, when it comes to like atheists and Christians, you know, I, I don't know why I kind of like that stuff. But it's, it's just interesting to see people's beliefs, you know, people's standpoints on it. It's opening and going deeper into the narrative of how people think, you know, why people think what they think. It's diving deep because everybody is so shallow nowadays. Nobody likes being apart from the crowd. You know, everybody goes for outward appearances. Everybody's look at me. Everybody's, you know, let me show and post pictures of the good parts of my life. And let me stuff down and hide the bad parts because everybody's life is messed up. Some people are just better at hiding it than others. And that's the truth. And that's the other episode. You know what? That's what we're going to do, too. That's the other episode uh, generation that came from watching Lex's episode, Coming Clean. So, 
coming clean. <laughs> it's a lot different than people understand. You know, being able to be honest with yourself first and foremost and being able to be honest with other people. There's many times I've gone and done people wrong and I didn't want to own up to it. You know, and then there's been other times where I just had so much guilt and I was like, well, you know what? Let me tell you how it is. I already know the outcome, but it's the right thing to do to make you aware of it, right? I came clean about the situation. And with you guys as, you know, our supporters, as trying to understand who we are, we try to be very transparent with you. And for my, for me, for my own beliefs, I want to say my beliefs are not all the way there. You know, they're not all the way uh, exactly how we may portray them to be, you know, but there's some things that we just don't dive into. There's some topics of conversations where we don't touch. And I have grown a lot, but just as any man, I'm not perfect. So to come clean to y'all, there is a lot of stuff that I have gotten involved in that may not have been the best of things. You know, I, I grew up in a different type of lifestyle. You know, I had to grow up and mature very quickly. I still saw myself as a boy. If you look at the first episodes, I still saw myself as a boy up until a couple months ago, maybe half a year ago. I can't remember how long it was, but I still saw myself as a boy. I still saw myself as well. I'm not grown yet. And it came from the mentality in which I held, right? So I have gone and portrayed certain things that have not been good, that have not been ethical, that have been very, very wrong. We have to come clean about our own beliefs on how we see ourselves. Do you see yourself as worthless? Do you see yourself as you don't deserve this person in your in your family, in your life, whatever it may be, so you act as such? Because I've seen it many times and I've had it done to me too. I've had it done to me to the point where someone just really saw me as like, wow, they don't deserve me. So they went and cheated on me, <laughs> you know, and it, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, you could call it. You go and, and your thoughts are there. You believe it. So your thoughts are there and they're constantly in your head. You don't deserve them. You don't deserve them. You don't deserve them. So you're going to act as such. So your thoughts will dictate your actions. If you're going and constantly thinking, I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the greatest, I'm the best. There's no one like me, like a, a Mamba mentality, you know, Kobe Bryant. He goes and he acted as such. He was always thinking that he firmly believed it, always thinking I'm the best, I'm the greatest, I'm the greatest. So he outperformed everyone. He outtrained and outworked everyone. We act as our thoughts dictate. We go along where our thoughts will take us. So if we don't challenge our beliefs, we will continue the same cyclical pattern. So I'm saying this to say you deserve a lot more than what you're getting right now. You deserve that love that you're not getting. 
mostly from yourself because a lot of people don't love themselves. Many people don't love themselves. Even if you do a little bit and you're content with yourself, a lot of people don't love yourselves, you know, and, and that's one of the things that Lex was talking about too in that episode where she was just about to go into basically body positivity, right? So there's a difference when it comes to that. Like if you go and you look at professional bodybuilders, they go and they just build their muscle and that's where they get their confidence from. And on the other side of that scale, you know, society is now painting it. Hey, it's great to be plus size, you know, go and, and it's great to have so much meat on your bones. And a lot of problems do come from that. You know, I'm not saying that's completely wrong and, oh, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be overweight, this and that. No, no, no. I'm saying there are problems that come from it, but if you love yourself, you will improve because of that love. You see a lot of people try to separate self-love and self-improvement whenever they're supposed to be a yin and yang that work right together. If I didn't love myself, I wouldn't have proved. If I didn't love Lex the way I love her, I wouldn't have improved to get that change. See, love and improvement is constantly working for each other because love is sacrifice. Love is truth. And that's something a lot of people don't know because this world dictates it as, oh, well, love is me doing something for you so I can get something back. That's love. I love you because I went and I did this. So why aren't you giving me this? Because I love you. So you're supposed to give me this. So I'm not receiving love. That's that's what we try to paint it as. Love has nothing to do with that. Because as parents... If you take that, for example, you go and you look at your kids, you do a lot of things for your kids. You sacrifice so much for your kids. If you have kids, if you don't have kids, uh, you sacrifice so much things when it comes to having children. Sacrifice free time. You sacrifice maybe friendships, maybe your own comfortability. You sacrifice sleep first and foremost, right? Whatever they're born, you sacrifice so many things because of that love. So a lot of the times we will be going into episodes that are very contradicting to today's society in the Western civilization, Western culture, like uh, abortion stuff, things like that, all types of topics. If y'all want to know my stand on it, pro-life, <laughs> just real quick, putting that in there. Because I know some of you are probably going to wait and, and itch to type in the comments and, and show some hate. But let me explain when we get there. Let me try to open your mind and give you my viewpoints on it. As calmly as I can, I'm not going to go and show any hate because we are grown into beliefs. What I do from believing that is promote love. Because in short... Summarize to summarize my stand on that. In short, having the opportunity to go and, and get abortions, to go and get uh, pills that you can take, it supports the narrative of, you know, that viewpoint of love is what I receive. Love isn't what I give. Love isn't sacrifice. Love is comfortability and what I receive. It supports that standpoint, and that's not at all what love is. 
So out of the standpoint of knowing what loves is, I cannot support any type of, uh, what is it called? Pro-choice. I can't support any of that because it gets people comfortable. And I know there are very extreme situations when it comes to certain events happening and the option of abortion would be one of the safest. I understand that. But we're talking in a general sense because those are very small circumstances. Just like I say murder is wrong. If you go and and I stand on that, I would still go and defend my family if I had to by taking somebody's life. If they were being held at gunpoint and all I could do was pull the trigger one time to save my family, I would do it. I would really do it. There are certain situations for everything, but those small situations should not dictate your beliefs because it's all about uncomfortability and coming clean is one of the most uncomfortable things we can do. Coming clean to ourselves, to our relationships, to our friendships, to our spouses, whatever, to our coworkers. Coming clean is very difficult, but most of the times it is the right thing to do. Most of the times, just like we were saying, right? Most of the times, there are very rare situations. Uh, I can't think of one right now, but I know I've, I've had this conversation before, but most of the times it is the right thing to do. And I've had a lot of conversations with my own family these past couple weeks, past couple months on where I am now, as opposed to where I was, you know, as opposed to the whole testimonies that are going to unfold in this sequence of events in this platform. I talked a lot to them because they were kind of firsthand experiencers of what has gone on. You know, they were there when I got locked up three times. They were there whenever I got shot at. They were there whenever I, you know, got jumped and and shot at again. <laughs> they were there for all these type of things. Whenever I was over here, hardcore on drugs, you know, not trying to stray from that, not listening to anyone over here, just being a, a very, not very good human being, we'll say. <laughs> so they were there for that. And coming to those conversations... I came clean about a lot of things. And one of the biggest issues was that the way I was living that lifestyle was from fear. I'm going to give a whole episode on that because I wrote once. Um, I'm going to see if I can find it. But I wrote a whole long ass letter. Basically telling my mother, you know, almost like a in case I die letter, basically telling my mother that the way I live my life is out of fear, is out out of cowardice, because I could not stand to see any of my family members die before I died. I couldn't stand it. Just the thought of it. I remember the first time I found out, I got very emotional. I remember crying in the back seat while my siblings were all there. I was like four years old, but I still remember it so vividly because I knew one day my parents were going to die. You know, and I couldn't stand the thought of it. So what I did 
in that very depressive state. I went and lived a life very unfruitfully. Lived a life against all the beliefs that I was raised in. I opposed what I knew because of my fear. My fear was stronger than my faith at the time. And I had to come clean about that to you and to them. So a lot of the testimonies that you will hear, if you pay attention, you'll see that a lot of them were out of fear. A lot of them came from not knowing what was going to happen next and enjoying to live the life like that because it's better than to live in fear. So out of that fear, I tried saying, okay, living that kind of YOLO lifestyle, right? That kind of you only live once lifestyle. It was very difficult. It was so tolling, tolling. It took a big toll on my life. It was a very difficult part and piece of my life that I love because I can share it with you guys. But I also know it was meant for the the growth that was meant to happen. Because even people that talked to me a year ago are coming back and letting me know how much I changed. You know, shout out to my boy Pius over in, in that I met in an academy, right? Shout out to him. He's, he told me about the growth that he's seen, the difference in conversation, the difference in confidence. Because as, as I may look and sound right now, oh man, you, you should have been there. <laughs> you should have been in those previous times. But it, it's, it's exactly that. We got to come clean to ourselves on, on why we are the way we are. Because a lot of the time we love to blame everything else. We love to blame society, environment, all these type of stuff. So gracefully and thankfully, I did live that lifestyle. So a lot of you listening to this and grew from it. So a lot of you listening to this can learn from it. You know, and it may not be a direct similarity. It may not be a direct, oh, I was in a position where I got shot at too. You know, but there are so many things to learn from everything that goes on, you know, because I understood one of the times that I did get shot at, it was because I was very prideful, very, very prideful. Like, I, I don't even know. <laughs> so it's all about growth. This is what this is about, growth. And I love the, the name. It came to me one time, one night. I don't even remember when it was, but I just thought about heck versus hell. And I didn't think it in the sense of, hey, my name is Hector. You know, I, I thought of it in the sense of like, well, those are the two opposing words that are used. You know, what the heck and what the hell? You know, and, and it's the severity of situations. is the severity of, of going against the grain. You know, a lot of people will say what the heck and a lot of people, well, you'll mostly hear kids say what the heck, <laughs> things like that. And then whenever you grow, what the hell, you know, so it's it's differences in that as well in, in understanding the kid side of us that we need to outgrow and maturing the growth. But it's also, you know, my story aligned so I guess the name fits in that way too, which was really dope. So that's kind of where the title came from. That's kind of where the name came from. And 
well, I'm just glad I could share this with you. And I hope that even just this coming clean gives you a reflection on your life. Because the whole purpose of this is for your growth and for our growth with each other. So this has been Heck versus Hell. Hashtag coming clean with RDDC. Hit that follow button if y'all want to hear more. And please reach out. Please reach out to us. Let us know any feedback, any information y'all want to hear about um, at flip the switch at reborn.com or at real double dose channel at yandex.com. So if you're seeing this on YouTube, I'll have it on the screen somewhere. It should be in the descriptions as well. But that has been the episode. Thank you all for coming. And I hope you enjoyed.